Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910 or 980 AM, or anywhere on the Odyssey app. It is 410 here in the studios in Pittston, 50 degrees and sunny outside. Uh, I got some more to celebrate the Marine Corps 248th birthday today, but we, we have, we're having a discussion earlier this week, and uh, you know the topic of abortion came up, and we had Greg from Scranton call. Uh, to give us some information, and he's calling back now. Greg, how are you doing today? Very good. I want to say thank you to all the veterans out there. The first thing before I get into my my spiel, but, uh, you know, we should all be thanking a veteran. So if you see one, you, you should say thank you because they've sacri- You know, they made, they, they took, they're, they're defending their, uh, our rights with their service. So I think we, we need to praise them. Well, did you hear earlier, Greg, that uh, in Scranton at uh, 11 a.m. tomorrow, the American Legion 121 is going to be having an event at the uh, Courthouse Square? Oh, that's wonderful. Maybe I'll take a, take a look at it tomorrow. Um, now, the reason why I called, I called two days ago about the abortion issue. And I told you something that was half true, that, some, that there are states that have no acceptance. That was... After looking up and, you know, we talked about it, I was partially right but partially wrong. There were state governors who proposed a total ban with no exception, right? And if they got their way, if they got the House of Legislatures, the Senate and the House of their state, that's what they would impose. And there are six states that have six governors that proposed that. Florida, but Texas, Greg, Greg, you called in, and you called earlier this week and said there were six states that had no exceptions, and then you sent me a list of twelve states and saying that they didn't have any exceptions. Yep. That's did, not. Did it's just did, not. It's did, not did, true. Did, You're not half right. You're you a hundred percent wrong. I was wrong on that, but I was right. I am right that there are states that propose total ban with no exception. Okay, right now, Greg. Right now. Are there any states in America, the 50 states, that allow abortions without don't allow abortions without any exceptions? There are none. Okay. Well, that that's what I said that day, right? And you're, and you're correct. But here's the thing: you talk about the life of the mother, right? But here's the here's the thing. No, I, I, I didn't talk about the life of the mother. I said those are the exceptions. I, I said those are the legal exceptions in their law. Okay. And, and, and rape, right? Well, here's the thing: you don't tell the people that if if, if a girl, if a woman co- co- uh, accuses of a guy of rape and she wants to get an abortion, she has to wait till that guy gets convicted in some state. If if, if a woman wants the, the life of the mother, if, if the, they don't the have to wait till they're convicted, Greg. There needs to be a. Pol- there's some states that require a police report. Yes. Okay. There are so no states that require a conviction. But if there's a fetus that's un- unviable, Greg, 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 you just you just said you just said total wrong. You just told, lied, no. uh, not lied. I I think just think you're ignorant of the law. But it, no. you just said something that's totally untrue again. I, I'll put it like that. I apologize. It's not, it's, it's not ignorant. There it's just are... untrue. There are no states, <laughs> Greg. There are no states in America that you'd have to wait for a conviction if you're accusing a rape. Now, there are states that require a police report that you were raped in order to get an abortion. That's an exception. You just said that they needed to be convicted, Greg. And how many women of those women are going to Greg, you just said that they they needed a conviction. That's untrue. You know what? Texas is that... Texas is that state. Look up the Texas law. There doesn't need to be a conviction. There needs to be a police report, Greg. I just I do I do I do disagree. I'm sorry, I just do. All right. Texas well, we're gonna have to. I, I'm on to other things today. We talked about it just two days ago. Um, 
I, I get your point. You you support abortion. That's fine. That's your right, right? That I I have I have I approve a woman's right to choose. They, not to have the government in, the, between the government or between her and her doctor. Isn't that what you guys said about about about, uh, about Obamacare? You don't want the, the government shouldn't be involved with with your doctor and you. But yet your side wants to make sure that there, there's a, some government bureaucrat between a woman and her. Yeah, I, I know you want to make this my side, your side. You know what the you know what my side says, and, and you know what the win is there that abortions are down 42 percent since 1990. So that's a win. As far as I'm concerned, Greg, we're going to have to leave it there. I appreciate you following up. And and I respect, listen, Greg, I respect the fact that you did call in and and say, you know, to follow up on it. When I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong. And I was wrong when I said that there are no states. Well, you didn't say, you said you were wrong, you were half right, but you weren't half right. There are no states that that allow without exception at this point. There are no states that have any exception. Okay. Well, I appreciate you calling back and following up with that. Thank you. Thank you, Greg. Have a great weekend. You too. And again, I respect his opinion on it. I just, we heard, if you heard the, the, the debate the other day, you know, he said there were six states that uh, banned abortion without any exception. I disagreed. I said there are none. And he sent me a list uh, and text message of 12 states. And I, I listed them off back to him with the actual laws and what their exceptions were. And, you know, we just heard the conversation now. And I, I don't think it's ignorance. I shouldn't use that word. I just think it's mis- misunderstanding of the law where he said you had to wait for a conviction. There is no state in America that you have to wait for a conviction. There are states that require that you have a police report on file if you were raped or a victim of incest to get an abortion. Um, and I, I think any reasonable person would say if you were raped or the victim of uh, incest, you probably should have a police report because that's how it gets prevented and people get held accountable. But nor here nor there. I, I do respect the fact that Greg called back in and uh, to follow up on that. So that's how conversations are made. Uh, we're going to get back on track now for today. We have uh, Joe from Edwardsville on nationalism and the recruiting age. Joe. Oh, right. that, that doesn't even begin to touch on all the things that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> told my brother from another mother, Jake, that I've been building myself up to a rant. I hope you guys survive. Um, I, I've been writing a list while I'm listening to you talk. Of First of all, all happy birthday, my devil dog friend. Right back. Thank you, brother, and I appreciate you. I wish I knew what the what the birth date was for the uh, the New York City Police Department because that would be something I would like to honor you on. Um, now, the first thing that, that, that made me want to call in because I was out driving and I couldn't was Army Scott. And, hey, brother, I feel you. And, you know, every once in a while, we get our noses out of joint. You know, dog faces, squids, jarheads, birdmen, what have you. Yeah, but it's just like if you see two brothers fighting in a yard, and then you go over and you try and stick your nose into it, they're going to get together and kick the living hell out of you, and then go back to beating each other senseless. And that's what happens when the, when the balloon goes up, and we count on each other. Marines, soldiers, sailors, airmen, coasties, you name it. We're all pulling for the same team. In between, you know, I mean, how many football teams you know, you know, the defense makes fun of the offense. The offense makes fun of the defense. That's the way it goes. It's all, I was at a, um, when I was in the Corps, me and five other Marines, we went to do a tactical class at a, a Navy base. Port Juanimi, California, on the coast. 
And uh, one night, <laughs> go figure, we're in the enlisted club, and my buddy got half in the bag. We go to the head, and he's urinating, and he's in this place stinks. So Jake, we're in a head. He says, no, it stinks like squid. And it was looking ugly. Because there were six of us. There was about 15,000 sailors. Our staff sergeant comes in and told a story from when he was in Vietnam and how a battalion of CBs came in, laid down an airstrip, and got them out of trouble. That's what it all comes down to. If you talk, if if you talk to Joe, if you talk to, and I know you know this, if you talk to any Marine detachment, and you bring up their Navy corpsman, that's oh, that, that's their God. life, that's their lifeline right there. So it, it all goes out the window. And on the battlefield, the doc is the next thing to God. Oh man, it, it, it just you would throw yourself on a grenade to save your doc. It's that simple. It's a symbiotic relationship. We could not exist without each other. And one of the one of the funniest ribbings that I've seen personally, and I just saw this a couple of weeks ago, actually, is uh, you know there were a bunch of Marines and a bunch of Navy pilots uh, happened to be, and the Marines you know asked you know where are you from? Oh, we're Navy, and they were like, oh, thank you for the ride. And the pilots looked at them and says, uh, we're F eighteen strike fighters. Thank you. You're welcome for the ground support. Exactly. The close air support, that's, that's just, oh, man, those guys in Vietnam, they could not have gotten by without the Army and the Air Force and the, just the, 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 um, the naval gunfire, all of it. Nothing happens in a vacuum. Now, when we're all at home in our bedrooms, yeah, we fight over who's got the TV remote or who's hogging the bathroom. <laughs> but when it comes time to go outside, oh, no, we're all doing this. And as far as Army Scott is concerned, yeah, brother, I feel you. I'm with you. My father-in-law is a Coast Guard vet. And on August 4th, I text him in the morning to say, happy birthday, Coastie. And he texts me in the morning on 10 November to say, happy birthday, Marine. And, yeah, I get that. But seriously, we're all doing the same thing. It's that's just ridiculous. One hundred percent. I am not going to get to all of the stuff that I wanted to talk about, but just really quickly, where are you from? I call myself the Jersey Devil. I was born there. I lived there until I was twenty-six. Outside of some time spent in the Corps, you know, fighting with squids. Uh, now I have been here well over half my life. So yeah, I'm a Pennsylvania boy. The Jersey, I miss New Jersey, the New Jersey that I grew up in. It no longer exists, let's face facts. So, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, and, the moment, and the moment time. we open our mouths, they know where we're from, So, but we've lived oh, here. <laughs> because I didn't think we had an accident, and I moved here, and they were like, what do you mean coffee? Where the hell are you from? <laughs> oh, man. 30-some years later, no, I'm from here. <laughs> So yes, I that's it's that is that what you want to hang your hat on when you want to have an argument? Oh, you ain't even from here. How many years does it take you to stop being a carpetbagger? Yeah, 
Yeah, oh. it's funny. The te- it's, yeah, I like to keep Fridays lighted. It, you know, it is the birthday of the Marine Corps. It is Veterans Day tomorrow. There's a lot of things we could talk about today that I'm going to talk about. I, and I hope you're going to be listening because I got oh. some re- I got some really good stuff coming up for the Marines. And then you know, a- a- after the break and stuff. So. And just for your information, the birthday of the NYPD is May 23rd of 1845. 52345, gotcha. Um, That's good to know, and you will be hearing from me. Um, And, yeah, and, and, you know, once again, if Army Scott texts in again, you tell him I said, oorah, to you who was. Yeah. You know. Get, the, get that wrong and you'll hear about it real quick. I, I love when someone who doesn't serve in the military says the wrong one and just gets eaten up alive. Yes. No, no, absolutely. Because we, like, that's, it's very important to us. That uh, was drilled into us from day one. 10 November, 1775, at Tun Tavern in Philadelphia, the Continental Congress established the Corps of Marines. We take it very seriously. And I know... From having my son was a soldier. I was a blue star dad. And no, yeah, I remember going to pick him up from his basic training. And it, the answer to just about every question was, okay, brother. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Joe, I'm up against the traffic and weather now, but you keep listening because when we come back from break, I got something special for you. Rob, I appreciate you and my brother from another mother. So have a great weekend. Well, happy birthday today and uh, happy Veterans Day for tomorrow, my friend. Thank you, brother. Thank you. It's uh, 423 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. Thank you, Rob. This traffic update is brought to you by Penteladata Internet. An incident on the PA Turnpike 476 northbound around the Hickory Run Service Plaza. That might be holding you up just a little bit. We have slowing traffic through the Scranton area. You're dipping below 30 miles per hour on 81 southbound and some heavy traffic on Commerce Boulevard in Dixon City. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. This afternoon, mostly cloudy, high 50. Tonight, mostly cloudy and cold, low 35. Saturday, partly sunny and breezy with maybe a sprinkle or flurry, high 47. Sunday, mostly sunny and chilly, high 45. Monday, mostly sunny and chilly, high 50. It's currently 49 degrees outside at 424, your official weather station, WILK. Well, that's one of the first lectures you get when you uh, join and become a Marine recruit from your staff sergeant, drill sergeant, gunnery sergeant, depending on how lucky you are of who you get there. I uh, just got a text message in that, that I have to read because it, it literally choked me up. Uh, my dad was a medic on Utah Beach. He wouldn't talk about it even though uh, I'm a nurse. When he was on his way to leaving us, he rambled incoherently. Before he took his last breath, he uttered, I'm going home, and I can finally tell them I'm sorry I couldn't save them. I finally knew when he carried, what he carried around with him in his silence. I still cry. I couldn't get my daddy to unburden himself. I love and miss my hero. Wow. Wow. Just wow. Tomorrow's Veterans Day. Make sure you are thankful for men like that, men and women who serve now. 
It's 440. Time for traffic and weather here in WILK. Thank you, Rob. This Pentella Data Internet Traffic Update. We have some slowing on 81 southbound through the Scranton area. You're dipping below 30 miles per hour. An incident on the PA Turnpike 476 northbound around the Hickory Run Service Plaza. That's going to make you wait a little while. You'll be sitting there for a bit. And we also have some heavy traffic and delays between Blackman and East Northampton Street on Route 309, Wilkesbury Township Boulevard. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, mostly cloudy and cold, low 35. Saturday, partly sunny and breezy with sprinkles of flurry possible, high 47. Sunday, mostly sunny and chilly, high 45. Monday, mostly sunny and chilly, high 50. It's 49 degrees here with the sun just about setting in a little bit. At 441 at your official weather station, WILK. You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. It is 446 here at the station. Looking uh, 49 degrees outside as the sun's about to set here in northeast Pennsylvania. As we're talking about our heroes that make us safe both here and abroad with our military, we also need to recognize our heroes here at home who made the ultimate sacrifice. 78 police officers made the ultimate sacrifice on this day. Eight of them our Pennsylvania heroes from this day, and we're going to talk about a ninth as well. Uh, we're going to start off with Patrolman Scott Leslie Bashom. It's Cannonsburg police, uh, Borough Police Department in 2016 was shot and killed as he and his partner responded to a domestic disturbance call. Trooper Joseph James Sepp Jr. in 2002 succumbed to a gunshot wound received the previous day at 2.30 a.m. followed a vehicle pursuit. Local officers had stopped the man suspected of drunk driving. When the officers noticed the man had a gun, they ordered him out of the car. Instead, he fled in the car and led officers on a pursuit until he crashed into a patrol car, shooting the officer. Police officer Frank Albert Miller Jr., McKeensport Police Department, in 1993, was shot and killed by his own gun by a homeless man during a scuffle. Patrolman Norman D. Barr, Haverford Township Police Department, 1967, was struck and killed by a car at the intersection of Darby Road while making a traffic stop. Policeman Edwin W. Welsh, Philadelphia Police Department, in 1934, was killed by a hit-and-run driver while riding in a police motorcycle sidecar. Captain Patrick J. Mullen, the Homestead Borough Police Department, 1927, succumbed to injuries sustained on November 3rd, 1927, while assisting at the scene of a structure fire at the intersection of 8th Avenue and uh, Tammany Way. Police officer Isaac Johnson, Donora Borough Police Department in Pennsylvania in 1903, succumbed to a gunshot wound sustained the previous day when he was shot from ambush while walking his beat. Policeman Charles O. Conaway, Philadelphia Police Department in 1900, was killed when he was crushed between two trolley cars of the Union Traction Company while trying to save the life of a woman at the Market Street. And uh, here's one for tomorrow. 
but still for our area. Wildlife Conservation Officer David Lynn Grove, the Pennsylvania Game Commission. 2010, Officer David Grove was shot and killed on Shriver Road near Red Rock Road in Freedom Township, Adams County, at approximately 10.45 p.m. Officer Grove was in the area to investigate reports of ongoing nighttime shooting and poaching. He had stopped a suspected poacher just south of Gettysburg National Military Park. As he handcuffed the man, a struggle ensued, and the subject opened fire with the officer Grove with a 45 caliber handgun, striking him four times. Although mortally wounded, Officer Grove was able to return fire, wounding the suspect in the hip. The suspect fled the scene with the handcuffs still on his left wrist. The suspect, who was convicted, who was a convicted felon, was captured the following morning at a nearby hunting camp and charged with Officer Grove's murder. He stated that he shot Officer Grove because he didn't want to return to prison. And those are our 8 plus 1, 9 altogether from today and tomorrow, since we're not going to have a show tomorrow. And our thoughts and prayers go out to their family and appreciate them each and every day. Received another text message, uh, and this is in regards to the song that we played earlier, Semper Fi by Trace Atkins. Said, hey, Rob, sorry to say that this is the first time that I heard that song. Not sorry to say it brought a tear to my eye. God bless all vets. Love the show. Mark from Old Forge. I appreciate uh, I appreciate that. I got a text message here. Rob, the Greenfield Veterans Memorial Park will be dedicated tomorrow at 2 p.m. Chaz. I, I'm, I'm aware, Chaz. I'm going to be there tomorrow, Chaz. And as well, I had the ladies in yesterday to speak about the event. Been talking about it all day. Again, 2 o'clock tomorrow at the Greenfield Township across from their borough building. Township building. And Fire Hall right on uh, 106 there. 2 o'clock they'll be dedicating their Veterans Memorial at their community park there in in Greenfield Township. I'm looking forward to that event tomorrow. It's, um, oh, I have uh, some breaking news that I did want to get to. That uh, this is coming from Barstool Sports, but it's still out. It's now out there in the mainstream that Jim Harbaugh has been suspended from the sidelines by the Big Ten for the remainder of the regular season. Jake, you said he heard he got this information when he was on the plane to Happy Valley. Yeah, pretty much. I think I think it just shows how backwards and how crooked the Big Ten really is to to lay down a penalty like that while they're en route to. A huge game, really, for Michigan and for Penn State. I, I think that this is this is terrible, absolutely terrible. Yeah, and it's yeah. just the wording of it. He's only suspended from the sideline, so he could be up in the box, I guess, and still directing. I, I don't know about that. I I don't know as far as the press box goes either. But it's like I was saying. I I think that I don't think the Big Ten really did themselves any favors with this kind of ruling. I I think it's I think it's terrible, if you ask me. And I mean. Sign stealing. I'm sure that there's been so many other teams, college and professional, that that have done it. I mean, it's honestly at this point, I don't I don't blame Jim Harbaugh one bit if he wants to go back to the NFL in 2024 because of a ruling like this. It's it's ridiculous. And I mean, it, it, they've they've had a target on on him pretty much all year. And that, like I was saying, if if they were going to penalize him today, really, not even 24 hours before the game, not yesterday or Wednesday or Tuesday, it, it's yeah, I'm looking at Yahoo Sports now, and it says he's been suspended for the rest of the season 
regular season. Um, well, they only have three games left anyway. Yeah, so. so, but this is, it says the suspension only applies to game days, so Hardball will be able to coach the team during the week. Yeah. So I guess that means he can't That's be up in the box either. No. Says the decision comes just hours before number two Michigan is set to play number eleven mm-hmm. Penn State on Saturday. Yep. Um, so here's the games that he will not be allowed to be on the sideline or in the press box. Yeah, it says here, if the suspension holds, it will force Harbaugh to miss Michigan's final three regular season's games. So tomorrow at Penn State. He's at Maryland. Maryland, and then the game. Ohio State. The game, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. That's that's really all I have to say about it. I, I think it's an absolutely ridiculous ruling. Yeah, I'm just reading through it now, and uh, at the center of the case is Stallions, a former U.S. Naval Academy grad and Marine captain on the staff and served both as recruiting analyst and sign decipherer. He's accused of sending as many as 65 people, according to Yahoo Sports, to record games in the Big Ten in the country. Yahoo Sports first reported this on October 19th. Uh, yeah, it looks like Yahoo Sports has a big... Uh, a big uh, story on it but that's the breaking news now if yeah. you're if you're a Penn State fan or if you're a Michigan fan depending on how oh, this and is I, and hit I, you and I know a Michigan fan right now that is probably not broke very, his radio and is not listening and his right TV. now <laughs> yeah. and I don't I don't blame him one bit and I've said it bef- and I've said it before I've, I've had this feeling for about a month now that this kind of ruling and this kind of treatment that that Michigan is getting from the Big 10 I see Jim Harbaugh going back to the NFL in 2024 either with the Chicago Bears or the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm leaning more towards the Chargers, if you ask me. Jake called it now. We'll cue that. We'll cue that up. Put a little note in the recording. We'll play that back when it happens. Uh, <laughs> my my money's with Jake. If he says it's going to happen, <laughs> I'm saying it's going to happen. I but mean, that's, that's the breaking news out there. Jim Harbaugh, Harbaugh has been suspended from uh, the, from all the games, the remaining games. He could still coach the team during the week at practices, but by the Big Ten for yeah. the remainder of the regular season. Regular so he season. will not be coaching tomorrow's game. I guess he'll be sitting in a hotel room like. Uh, most people will be watching it. Maybe he'll tailgate. If I was him, hey, I, would, yeah. I would throw the biggest tailgate in the parking lot ever. Yeah, it probably wouldn't get him a no. not a big crowd. It would Happy be vi- Valley, it but. would be viral for sure. Oh yeah, but, but yeah. So Penn State, Maryland, Ohio State. So at the earliest, the Jim Harbaugh would be able to come back. I mean, obviously, pending if there's any appeals or injunctions that come down over. Well, I mean, the game is at noon tomorrow. Yeah. So. You're talking December 2nd, the Big Ten Championship, and then, of course, the, the whole playoff system and whatnot. And I, I talked about the Bears. Obviously, Jim played their late 80s, early 90s. I talked about the Chargers. And let's face it, another team that you got to keep an eye on as far as Jim Harbaugh in 2024, Las Vegas Raiders. I know Antonio Pierce provided some juice into that locker room that had been missing. But, I mean, it's only one game. It still remains to be seen whether or not they're going to be able to sustain that, whether or not he could become the permanent head coach. You know, they were considering Jim Harbaugh two years ago, so you never know. No doubt, no doubt there. Uh, you know, my, my marketing mind is starting to spin here, and, like, I, you have Bud Light trying to save their image and trying yeah. to re- do – if I was Bud Light, I would reach out to him and say, we will sponsor <laughs> your tailgate party. We have yeah. 18-wheelers in route right now. You go out in the doesn't even have to be in, in Penn State's park. Do it across the street. Do yeah. it, get a private, you know, parking lot somewhere. And, and that that's if I was Bud Light, I'd be reaching out to him right now. 
I could uh, hear Harbaugh screaming right now. Who's got it better than me? Nobody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got a text message. Doesn't all team, don't all teams watch the films uh, of the opponents every week? Yeah, they, they get yeah. the teams, but there there are rules. Um, I was at a the Army Navy sprint game this year, and two assistant coaches for Army came to watch Navy play Thomas Aquinas School. And that's not supposed to happen. Uh, now they get the, they get the film of the t- the game so they can watch the very thing that they're there for. So you have to think: were those coaches there to watch the sidelines on what kind of calls were going in, what was happening there? Uh, so I saw it firsthand. But yeah, when you get the film, the film is of the field only, the players. So you really don't get much other than that. Uh, it's four fifty-seven here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show. 